welcome, welcome, welcome. <clears throat> it is Why Are We Here? What to Learn. Hey, Mary Beth, how are you? Doing well. How are you? What up to King Tony and Stacks? That's Stacky in the house. Nice, Hi, nice, nice. I'm doing well. Just got off of work. It's time to relax, roll one, understand life, and understand why all of us are really here. So, I'm going back to. Is this is this space um, all ages friendly? Just curiosity. Someone was asking me. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. That's the only Thanks. thing I'll mention, and then that's it. <laughs> if that makes sense. But uh, yeah, we're here. We're here. We're here. It's a kid-friendly space. I just want to know why everyone decided to be here. What's really your story? Because we're at a point where I feel like if this was a track and we're running a mile, we just did two laps. If you understand, it's a four-lap race. We just did two laps. That's how I feel currently. You know, so my story of why I'm here is it's more than just we're all here for the we're all here for some type of profit of course we all get that but at the end of the day there's more to it me personally I learned I'm here for the knowledge I'm here to understand I, I grew a whole talent out of this I became a full, not a full stack developer, but I'm able to write smart contracts. I'm, I'm able to do token contracts and staking abilities and create websites. And there's a lot of talent, creativity that I picked up from being in the space, just from being in Web3 alone, just from hopping in spaces, learning how to host spaces, learning how to talk to other individuals. It all came full circle for me, basically. So that's why I decided to say, hey, since we're here, we're at the halfway point. Why are you here now? I mean, I'll chime in. Um, sure, yeah, I like to learn and I like to make things, but I work, I make money. Um, speaking of, I wanted to say hello to Stacks who just joined. Hey, what's up, Mary Beth? Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. I just came in a half, like, oh, Mary Beth is in the space. Okay. Now, now this is a new friend. Hey, what's up, Joe? Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? Nice to meet you. Nice, nice to meet you. Why are we here? Yeah, Stax. So why are you here, Stax? Tell us why. Let tell us from the beginning. Like, where did you start oh in Web three? And then tell us why. Mary Beth. <laughs> oh my God, he said the beginning. Well, let me. Um, let, I'm gonna put myself on mute. I'm gonna no, kick Mary back, Beth, get my toes. Toasty cheese, it's out, and uh, I'm gonna listen to this. No, no, no. How we? All right, we're going. I'm gonna. I think. We're going to, I want to go on a micro scale with you guys because I feel like Mary Beth's tired of hearing me talk about myself for real. Honestly, she's been around for a while, so it's like my friends. They hear. Me. She has a cool story. Yeah. Stax has a cool story, so it's always worth hearing again. Yeah, if you don't again. mind, because this was um, recorded, and I'm planning on uploading this. And I met just to let you know for background. I met Joe through here i feel like i've known him forever but um he he has been working with um baris baron davis um and with like some other cool teams and projects so he's super connected he's he's kind of like me like he stays low-key in the background and stuff so i love the low-key people you guys are, are the heart of everything <laughs> but uh but yeah so i love him so much that i keep him in a dungeon but um yeah or I just stay connected to them forever. I think I've done too much shit. 
but um <laughs> no but uh yeah you know web3 i mean i got here in web3 i started crypto 2013 whatever that's the story no yeah. it's mary beth Okay. Hi. <laughs> she said she needs. She wants to enjoy the game. Enjoy you to join the game. But um, Mary Beth plays games games with my daughters too, and they miss Mary Beth. So I can't play anymore. All right, give me a second. Let me let me talk to Mary Beth. But um, you know, started 2013. You know, with crypto, got here uh, into this form of Web three and Twitter. About a year close to two years ago now about two two years ago now and um you know the journey has been crazy so you know um from the standpoint of where i am like you know i haven't started an nft project or anything like that i i ended up on a, i want to say on the side of web3 i ended up on like the media side like i ended up on a in the forefront but i also helped projects on the back end like mary beth like like you guys and help them people grow their brand here in web3 you know so i've i've dabbled a little bit in everything you know when it comes to web3 i mean i don't think i really got deep into my story like that just because i got these kids running around but hopefully we can revisit and and uh then maybe i could tell you more so stacky what she left out is she builds really cool dope um and organic followings uh communities especially with women right um, a lot of women with families um literally teaching them the basics of financial literacy whatever that may mean to you because everyone has a little bit of different definition um and she's introduced a lot of women specifically in what is trading what are platforms what's paper trading when do, when can i get you know uh, investing, playing around with real money, like what are my limits and stuff like that. So um, she helps make that world a little bit more approachable when it can be really intimidating for a lot of people. Thank you, Mary Beth. And a hundred percent that is needed right now because we are entering a period as a banker where a lot of individuals need to know and how to control and move their assets because as you can see there's a big shift in multiple markets the housing market is up and down you have to know how to operate in and out in terms of certain assets in terms of certain loans and i'm just wording it certain specifically so that we have no problems <laughs> also when it comes to crypto it's very volatile right now you have to know your ins and outs. You have to know how to financially plan. You have to know how to budget as the prices increase on things. Eggs being eight, nine dollars at, at its peak. You know, gas being high. So these are the little things that they do not teach in public schools. I don't even want to touch cultural level yet because we're going to keep it open. But just in public schools, let's really think about it. When you went to school, if you're a public school person, were you really taught about entrepreneurship, creativity, or financial planning? No. So with that being said, you were just taught to get a job and blow your money. So I'm glad that people like Stacks took the time out, you know, you know, starting it with just the conversation probably at first and then growing her following. So that's a, that's a big 
step in the world of Web3. And I, I want to compliment you. I want to congratulate you. And I want to thank you for that. So I've, I've managed to transition into more than a following. I actually have a community of women that I show how to trade, invest, and things like that, too. Uh, it's called Stachianis. It's in my bio. I don't know if you're familiar. Turn it up. Turn it up. The Jumbotron, girl. Let's go. Oh, the Jumbotron. Guys. <laughs> so one thing is so funny that I'm working on, like I'm working on right now. So, of course, the app that we're building out, it launches in May. It's We're on a great track. We're actually going to start raising capital within the next this month or next month. We have everything. The MVP already is in the process of being created. Um, I mean, I haven't talked about it much, but it's almost finished. Like everything that I've been talking about is almost done. So, um, like next month, uh, we're probably going to start raising capital. So I'm very excited about that. But um, one thing I'm working on is trying to make something not hard, right? Like. Make, make things as easy as possible for the, the normal person. But um, one thing I started kind of digging into recently, because you mentioned like the housing market and things like that is is uh, physical assets. So start really, really kind of researching and digging in myself because I don't own any precious metals, but I would like to. Just kind of getting into like, how can you own precious metals um, without physically owning the precious metal, right? You already know there's they're like uh, fractionalized. There's fractionalized resources that where you can actually own uh, pieces of companies um, that own a lot of metals. Um, there's places where you can uh, potentially, you know, co-op or I call it a co-op, but you can own uh, pieces of metals with friends, fractionalized kind of. Um, but you know, kind of digging into like the physical assets and different ways on of owning physical assets you know whether you own it physical in your hand or you own it through you know a group of people and you share ownership over it and things like that so i'm digging into that that aspect of physical metals and physical assets and not just not to cut you off but just to just to give you a plus on that um this was a conversation i don't know if mary beth remembers but we had that a while ago sometime last year but there's ways of even doing that through private deos so that the Web3 version of you guys could have the ownership of these in real life physical assets. But that's a whole nother conversation and you may need a professional at that. <laughs> you got this deo, deo. <laughs> ah, so you got like the <laughs> Yeah, keep yeah, going. yeah. Keep going, keep going. Go ahead, Mary Beth. No, 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 I just, I wanted to thank you for, like, sharing that and giving us updates on Stachianas. For anyone who just joined us, this is Joe Royalty Space. It is a family-friendly space, um, so if there are people who are younger than the adult age, you're cool in here, or with your parents, obviously. Um, and I, we just spoke with Stax. My name's Mary Beth Salas, by the way. I haven't done this in a minute. Um, and shout out to Craig and Joe and MetaRides and Jeff and King Tony who are here as well. But I did want to go to a couple more people who have joined us. What's up, yeah. Aspiring Nobody? The aspiring Nobody, give make some noise. Introduce yourself. What is hey. up? Let me let me say this. So I just you know I was telling Stacks 
Um, you know, Joe's, uh, Joe royalty is one of those like super behind the scenes, you know, he's working with BD or are you still, you're still working with him now off the record on the record? Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. With Baron Davis. Um, and so like we connected because we had like that sports connection going on. Um, let me tell you the aspiring nobody is like to the T like low key doing mad stuff behind the scenes. Um, and we we we're, we're cool like that you know he's he's got some um what do we call it a lot of web three knowledge and just as dope if not more in, in the street knowledge so that's why we get along really well so introduce yourself sparing everybody. <laughs> no that that was uh that was that was good i'll leave it at that. i'll leave it at that so i don't ruin it um but what stacky was talking about with precious metal this is this is like the low-key thing about me that nobody knows but i am deep into physical silver i um i've been looking into it for a few years now i was actually into that before crypto and it like somehow uh kind of connected which is weird but um it's it's very similar uh, with the whole not your keys, not your crypto in the PM world with if you don't hold it, you don't own it because uh, a lot of the third party, you know, you have to have it stored somewhere um, and whatnot. But yeah, to your point, Saki, there's a lot of um, interesting things in that world, uh, especially when people start talking about wanting EV cars and solar panels uh, and they have no idea how much silver goes into all of those things and how if you want more of those then it means more mining uh, and I, I go on about this for hours but I had to pop up and talk about that no perfect that's perfect so just to continue the theme of what's going on here and to continue on that why are you here in the web3 space if it's from <clears throat> when you first got here your reasons compared to what your reasons are now and what are you here to learn now that you have basically dove deep into the world of blockchain and etc uh, let me i'll say this and please anyone on stage what's up craig um i will say this i i remember i came into the web3 space with with real intentions right like a little bit over a year ago to actually work in it and sometimes lately especially I wake up I'm like what the hell am I doing here I just had to throw that out there so because it seems not not necessarily like the money aspect is volatile but just the environment seems volatile sometimes um not being too negative about it but it's like having a public relations background I, you know, sentiment management is very important, you know, when it comes to sustaining or running any type of business. And I find myself like, Ugh, what's the crowd's mood today or this week? And it tends to, at least on Twitter, it plays a role in um, just how people talk about the space in general every day. No, right, because as you notice, <laughs> Moods can change in 10 minutes if you really dove deep into uh, some of the drops, some of the collections, some of the communities. And it does take a toll on you once you 
once you start the journey into the paid industry of Web3, your expectations versus what actually happens is what really takes the toll on you because you may have entered with 100% genuine intentions, but some of the Web3 tactics tend to make their way, I mean, Web2 tactics tend to make their way into Web3 and you have to use some of those methods, <laughs> such as uh, renegotiating contracts, even though you should have done it through the smart contract the first time, but you had 100% belief in WAGME, etc., etc., or you overwork yourself through multiple communities at once thinking you can take it all. There's a bunch of different aspects of it that uh, we can all dive deep into when it comes to, uh, I guess, not the burden of it, but more of the, the second guessing sometimes. But then this is why I do the spaces like this is to remind us why we are here. The original dream the original wag me of why we know the individuals who decided to continue through the bear market and continue to build through the negativity or through the situationships that has happened but yes for sure i like how you said the word situationships um personally i don't like the word wag me i think it's dumb um but that's just me um this is really interesting the people who are up here this is actually my little a little mini networking event we can turn this into um i did want to go to craig though if that's cool and then leslie if y'all haven't met like i know stacky and leslie have met um but to like for aspiring nobody leslie stacks and craig to be all up here on one this is really cool what's up craig hey hey good morning good afternoon good evening how are you? How's everyone? Dope. Doing well, Craig. Welcome to your personal ad lib of journey. Well, when I get a when I get a space request from Mary Beth, I always always try to get in here and support Mary Beth, and she's my family. Actually, my all of you are my family, really. So tell us, why are you here in Web3, or what has changed of your vision from when you started to now? Oh, Lord, how long have you got? Uh, is the space going to go all day, or? No, it's a, I mean, I joined, I joined um, two and a bit years ago as an investor and a collector. And, you know, I saw, it, obviously, during the the bull market, you know, when Board Apes, I, I joined about three months before Board Ape Yacht Club minted. So um, I've pretty much seen everything that's come and gone in the last two and a half years. And, you know, my background, in case you don't know, uh, Joe is, um, you know, I'm a 25 year senior marketing executive in real life. And I saw a, a, a hundreds and thousands of projects enter the market very early on and just fall away because, you know, Bored Apes were successful, Azuki was successful, you know, CryptoPunks were successful, but other projects weren't being successful. And I delved deep into what people were doing and saw that there was this massive hole in the marketing of NFTs and Web3 and people weren't utilising, you know, existing marketing opportunities and techniques. So I, trans I transferred my shift in Web3 to be 
a marketing support and advisor all for free. I've never charged anyone a single cent for my marketing knowledge. So I started reaching out to projects. Projects started reaching out to me for marketing advice and support. So I pretty much became a Web3 marketer, as Mary Beth and Leslie and Stacky know, and, and Hermie down there under the MetaRights PFP. And got involved in several projects, just became sort of like a basic advisor, not getting hands-on with the project, but just providing information and advice. And then, obviously, I met Hermie a year ago, and um, you know, we decided to create our own project. So now I'm a co-founder of a project or a brand. We're building a brand. We're not building a project here. So, um, you know, I'm a co-founder of that. And, you know, so my shift's changed probably three times over my journey of two years in Web3, and I still offer support and advice to, to projects and, and other people who are trying to build a brand and not just a project for with, with marketing. I just don't have time now to dedicate to, you know, signing up to be a, a you know, an official uh, management team or member of the project. It's more just, you know, send me a DM and I'll give you whatever information I can. I'll help you with whatever it is you need help with. Um, but to, you know, I'm no longer taking on roles within projects. I got burned by two projects, um, stabbed in the back by two projects that I, you know, spent months and months and months helping with their marketing. And, and you know, one of them I even wrote a $20,000 business and marketing plan for and still got stabbed in the back after I handed it over. So I've learned the hard way in Web3 that, you know, you don't trust anybody until they've earned your trust. So, um, Right, 100%. You can continue. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, people, you have to be aware that this is a money game for 99% of people in Web3. This is not, I don't, you know, most people preach community, most people preach family, but 99% of the people really don't care about community and family. I can guarantee you it's all about money to them. You know, they got into this to make money because they saw it as a quick opportunity to flip 10,000 generative NFTs and fill their pockets and then you know, off they go, you know, with hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. So um, it just be careful who you surround yourself with and surround yourself with, you know, positive people that add value to what you are doing, you know, like the Mary Beth Salises, the Leslie Modders, the Stacky Robinsons, the, the Hermes, you know, uh, the Jeff Oglebys that, that are in the room. You know, these people add value to what you are doing and that you just got to filter through the bullshit, excuse my language, but filter through it and find those people that um, that, that you can connect with that um, that are there for the right reasons and have the right intentions. So I won't, I won't steal the mic for too long, but that's my journey in Web3. No, I get it, 100%. And to piggyback off what you said, it's funny because um, even with Maribeth here, I pulled the space out of my pocket because the other day I threw a random space, decided to say, hey, you know what? It's been a while. I'm going to throw a space, see what happens. And then the organic individuals that I haven't seen in a while because of the algorithm ended up popping up, Mary Beth and so forth. So eventually that made me think again, you know what? There are the genuine individuals that are still here, the, the people who actually have a mission, the people who have a goal, who have, let's say, a good heart, good character. Okay, so there's still good, great individuals around. You just have to find them. Not every, every like you said, 99% of the people here is for the money, is for the flips. We are all here 
for a possible flick. Let's not lie to ourselves, you know? But when it comes to the real community, the real building, and the real family of Web3, and why my purpose of why we are here, what are we here to learn, and to remind ourselves the journey of why we began it is because of these situations. But let's continue. I see Jay Frank has arrived. Welcome, Jay Frank. That's my guy. Hey, hey, hey. So, well, just, Jay, if Jay Frank wants to speak, oh, we have another speaker too. Um, I, I'm gonna we pick, we'll let pick. Jay Frank go. We also have Lena up here, who's amazing. She hosts really cool spaces about confidence. Um, you know, getting if you're not used to being in spaces, you know, just introducing yourself, helping break that ice. Um, but I did have a question for everyone after we meet a couple new people. So, Jay Frank, if you want to share you can now otherwise um we can go to lena if you'd like a couple of minutes i'm just jump, dropping in to say hey i'm listening i'm making dinner uh, hope everybody's doing good oh, listening. <laughs> awesome well thank you and welcome lena how are you it's Love so it. cool to see you up on stage this makes me so excited hey mary beth thanks for inviting me as you know, I'm a nervous speaker, and but I didn't want to leave you hanging. So thanks for inviting me. Um, I want to say hi to everybody. Uh, so many familiar faces in here, but you probably haven't heard from me because I'm usually pretty quiet. But yeah, I do host a space for shy people like me. Uh, usually a really small space on the weekends, so I feel comfortable just saying hi to newcomers to Web3 and also some familiar friends who come and chat with me. So, hello. And you also um, are creating something really cool with your young one, if you don't mind sharing about that, because that seems to be like a really great example of the first steps for, you know, family members to get into Web3 together. Yeah, well, we have created a project that um, Joe is also helping to build out into a sustainable business. But, you know, the art was all done by me and my daughter. And she, I just we just want to introduce her to the space, have her help with our mission to help young girls and women, you know, have better opportunities. Um, so for sure have her join the space and uh, get her you know confident enough to speak and share her work because she's an amazing artist and so you know we practice on our weekends to chat with everyone and get her confidence up but also to um, help her with building a future that she wants for herself as an artist in a space and you know uh, utilizing the tech of web3 to you know um, just create opportunities for everybody if you don't mind what age my daughter she's 13 but we started this project and she did the artwork when she was 12 and now um, since a lot of our artwork is done she's focusing on drawing dragons and her really amazing creatures but our art is uh, more about women women focused we're warriors uh, in web3 and I commend you for that personally because during the, around that time, I feel I was entering my personal creative journey. 
as a teenager, as you would say. <laughs> you know, even though we're young at that time, we have a vivid imagination where we wish that our parents kind of helped us a little more than they did coming from the, you know, hardworking, break your back family style grade. So I commend you, know that, that you stand by her, that you hear you're being very supportive and I'm proud of you. If no one has ever told you that, I am proud of you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And I do remember when I was 12, I started working for my family and they did, they didn't know that I like to draw. I was just kind of on my own exploring art, but they gave me the opportunity to um, explore my work through um, daydreaming while I worked, did manual labor in their sewing factory. So I did get to daydream a whole lot and explore my uh, creativity in that manner. That's, that's super cool. I, I just, I want to say that like, so I've had the honor and the privilege of joining um, Lynn and her daughter's spaces on Saturdays. It's really cool. So if you are either just practicing, you know, wanting to be in a space, um, it is a family-friendly space because there are young ones in there. Um, and it's really cute because her daughter will be doing art at the same time. And it's fun to hear from her. And she speaks just a tiny bit more um, every time there's a new space. And so, Lena, I know you just got in here. Stax, who's on stage, is a mom as well. And then the next person I wanted to introduce is also a mother who has a really cool why, you know, behind her story of why she's in Web3. Um, and Leslie, Leslie Moda, if you are there, would love for you to introduce yourself and share about your project and what got you into Web3, because this one's pretty cool, too. Thank you, Mary Beth, for that. Hi, Joe Royal and all of my friends here on the stage as speakers. Nice to see y'all. My name is Leslie Mata, and uh, right now I do have a project, which is the Women of Basketball. And the Women of Basketball, what we're doing with the project once it does sell out, is we're going to be supporting financially the junior college basketball. Female athletes that are the scholarship does not cover all of the funds for tuition and for their dormitories. And while we're bringing awareness to the masses of how underfunded and how under-resourced they are, and the passion of this started last year when we went to a college, my daughter was being recruited. So when we went to go tour the campus, you know, some of the girls were not in practice. And we asked, you know, why aren't they in practice? Coaches told us it's because they were working either one to two jobs because they were not able to financially meet the obligation of paying for the dorm and to me that kind of made me feel a little sad because you know girls are recruited to go play ball and now they're having to add another stressor uh, on top of the stressor of being far away from home you know and it does take a mental and an emotional toll on them and I started getting into the web three and started thinking you know how can we help how can we be a voice for them and that's how I got into the NFTs um, side of it. And with that, uh, I, you know, we are currently minting, but um, we haven't gotten a lot of traction, but we have gotten a lot of traction in the in real world. 
Um, so we do have uh, some people that we are working with, some journalists. Um, we do have interviews coming up, and so we can talk more about um, bringing that awareness to what they are going through. And you know, for some of these girls, this is the last resource. This is the last resource to go to college or possibly get recruited to a D1, D2 school because um, during high school, you know, it's very competitive, and they weren't being recruited at that level yet. So I, this is really cool um, because I've watched Women of Basketball since even before, like months before Leslie minted, just watching the journey. Um, and just to give a little highlight, so when a lot of people think college athletes, they automatically think like the big schools or D1 or they got a good, they got a scholarly, a scholarship, um, you know, everything's taken care of. Uh, but that's not always the case. That's actually not the case for the majority of college age athletes. And so like there's D1, D2. And so Leslie's project specifically focuses on uh, junior colleges, right? So like in certain areas, you might call it a junior college or a community college. Um, and the coolest thing that I've seen so far is the in real life traction it has gotten from media there's so much like the journalists that have been meeting uh with women of basketball in these twitter spaces and then on you know offline in real life because for once the 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 story behind junior college athletes in for women right like the light is actually being um shun upon them or shined upon them right and they're finally getting attention like hey these are the real struggle struggles of women college athletes at the junior college level so i think that's really cool leslie i know you recently did something with uh who is that where's that writer from like sports illustrated or boston globe um she did some work for sports illustrated and she does write some pieces or some words for boston globe and the massachusetts um something something I know like (laughs) no that's cool but I I wanted you uh, present you know women of basketball to everyone because it's the one project at least that I've seen that's not you know a PFP like a straight PFP project it's like okay now what we just minted out but um, uh, an NFT project that's gotten real world attention because it's helping people in real life so I find that super dope before she brings it up I just wanted to say that this is a great topic right now because especially after the Super Bowl commercial yesterday of, uh, I forgot which star it was, but she basically had the flag football set with the ball and everyone kept trying to take her flag. And at the end, the caption is what actually cultivated me was, you know, you know, thank you for the women who paid it forward to get us where we are as women athletes. And that made me think, like, wow, you know, we really don't see as much as we should. So now, Leslie, go do your thing, girl. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I haven't uh, really talked about the project in a little bit. Um, I know Mary Beth tells me you've got to, got to. But there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes with it. So the project, um, it, right? It, we're dropping it in four quarters to mimic a basketball game, and the cost of it is 0.031, which that used to be my daughter's um, high school number. So all of the numbers do have a meaning behind how we're dropping it. And um, if you do go to my profile or the Women of BB, 
um, you will find a link where you're able to directly go mint. And one of the things you guys heard it here first. Um, so I'm going to say it in front of Mary Beth. I've been meaning to text her and call her and tell her about it. But I just heard um, there is a gentleman that uh, he currently has an NHL game fight. Um, here in the metaverse uh, and he will be releasing an NBA game this year so we are meeting on Wednesday to see how po we can possibly bring in women of basketball project and having their own team um, in the upcoming NBA game so cross your fingers um, that's going to be such a huge advantage for our holders too so how we can incorporate that and bring that more um, you know for something to do for our holders uh, because that was one of my plans is how can we bring the project into the metaverse and um, some gaming and stuff like that for our holders and give them a little bit more so we're excited about that uh that's fly sorry go ahead joe and then no, we'll go to craig. Say, did craig have input for leslie no, well, it's, yeah, well, it's not really just for Leslie, it's for everyone in the room, you know, I say this in a lot of spaces, for, and I'm putting my marketing hat on right now, and that is, everyone in the room, pay attention to what people are doing in Web3. When you, when you go to somebody's profile, or their website, or their, you know, social media, and you read all this utility, you have to realise one thing, it's just a utility, it's only words on paper until they've generated the revenue to be able to deliver it. And if you look at what Leslie's doing with Women at Basketball, they're already delivering. They're delivering on their utility, they're delivering on every promise that they've made. So these are the people that you need to be paying attention to and seeing that what they're doing works. So if you're in this space and you're a project and you're thinking about how do I market myself, how do I build my brand awareness, how do I engage people, pay attention to what the success people, successful people are doing and replicate it. Don't plagiarise it, but replicate what they are doing. And Leslie is a perfect example of someone who is delivering a promised utility without selling out a full collection or without, you know what I mean? So pay attention, people. Hey, hey, yeah, thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, yeah, I just, I, I always love sharing about it because it's such a great example of um, how the project is, you know, performing, but like how it's really helping people in real life. So thank you so much, Leslie. Also, um, who's behind Clubhouse Archives? One of my favorite projects as well. Hey, what's going on, Andy? How are you? Awesome. Um, oh my god this is so cool because the space was like why are we here you know what are we learning um what are we up to but the people who have come up here have been like really dope project leaders um oh and we're also gonna go back to aspiring nobody in a couple minutes because i want you to talk about what you're really doing too but clubhouse archives please introduce yourself hey everyone it's james costa here um founder of clubhouse archives and um, CX Labs, which nobody's even heard of yet, um, and um, been in apparel now for 23 years in business for you know the same amount of time, and really entered the space two years ago um, to apply my knowledge uh, and experience in in apparel and in business to the space and the future of the technology and how that can really enhance um, customers' experiences. Um, 
you know, through through brand extension and things like that. But that's that's uh, kind of the long and the short of it. We don't have to dive too far uh, deeper into that. I, I anytime I see why are we here, um, you know, what to learn and family and Web three, and I see all of the people like Dow and Joan and Joe and and of course Greg and and uh, and B and Stacks was here. I don't know where Stacky went. Uh, and and Leslie, Leslie of course. And then Joe, I, I don't think we've necessarily met, but I look forward to meeting you. Um, just happy to be here to contribute to the conversation. So why are you here, Clubhouse Archives? <laughs> I, to be really honest with you, I, I first off, I, a I didn't realize I was underneath the, uh, the business handle. I thought I was online. I entered the space and I immediately popped up on stage. So why am I physically here today? Uh, I saw that Mary Beth was was uh, she shared out a space, and I'm always there to support. Why am I in Web three? Yeah, so, okay, let me break it down one more time. Sure. I apologize. So where, what my goal was today is let's all remember our vision when we first got here. And then today, let's think, look at our vision of why we are here. Why are we still here? Because, you know, some of us had a little downtime during the bear market. Some of us kept building through it, the struggle. Some of us had situationships. <laughs> Mary Beth loves that word that I just brung up. So... There's there was there was there was a lot of things that happened basically. So now that we're we're two laps through the mile on the four lap track, why are you here? I am here because of honestly the thesis that I had day one hasn't really changed. I, I I'm one of those um, blockchain technology maxis. I believe the technology has the ability to shape the future and, and affect almost every industry that it touches. And that hasn't changed um, for me personally. Um, so I didn't go anywhere because I, that didn't change. Um, the market can go up and down, but I was never here necessarily for that. And that's why I say the genuine intent will build and continue and will last and will be the last people standing through all of this. Do you mind sharing, James, um, you know, how how Clubhouse Archives, um, what you're able to share, has uh, partnered with other communities for that kind of B2B aspect of it? Yeah, I mean, things are continually shaping and molding for us as we as we begin to understand um, really like, you know, a, a, you have a North Star and B, how do you get there? Right? Like, what is what are the mechanisms that are going to enable you to achieve um, all of those goals. So, you know, when you talk about some of the partnerships that we formed in the past, I mean, one of the more notable ones recently was Forum 3, right? They brought Starbucks into, um, into Web3. And, you know, that was for a very specific reason that we're working with them. Um, you know, nothing's been officially announced yet, but we are working on some things together. So we don't really want to dive too far down that rabbit hole. Um, but, you know, there are several brands in the space as well that when we do deployments with kind of some of the things that will launch, um, they will be a part of that. And um, that's everyone from the Link Style to XOMG to um, Welcome Brand. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people in the space that we're aiming to do things with and, and even smaller brands that we still want to do deployments with uh, because what we're providing is kind of an underpinning um, or a basis and or for, for experience management. I guess that's the best way to explain it. Um, so we've really just tried to do our best to reach out to as many communities where that would make sense um, for them and for their communities. 
Awesome. Thank you. And just for people who might not be aware, you've definitely collaborated with some NFT communities um, in creating, you know, their own products in the apparel side of things, right? Um, you know, when people, when communities like to, you know, whether it's like apparel that they can claim or apparel that they can sell, um, would that be a go-to aspect that other communities would be able to contact you for? So, yeah, I mean, it's grown into something much larger than that. And that's kind of why I'm being a little cagey and a little dodgy. And I apologize for that. I, that's why if I was under my personal account, um, the caginess would probably come off a little bit um, more sincere. Um, I I can say that, yes, we still are open to creating products for individuals, but we're, we're more into creating experiences for brands. Um, that will include products in some cases, and in some cases it won't. Love that. Love the word experience, right? Because I've always felt that some of the best learning opportunities that I've personally been in or just getting to know, um, you know, a community or a brand was experiential and not necessarily uh, the one off purchase that I made from them. So thank you for sharing that. Um, wanted, yeah, wanted to loop really quick back to Aspiring Nobody. Um, was wondering if you're able to share anything that's significant in terms of um, you know what you're doing or how you know how you're introducing I guess web3 to people in your region for sure uh, this is fun I'm just looking around and I didn't know anybody on in the space a year and a half ago and I'm currently like working with six people in this space, which is really cool. Um, one of which is, I heard Craig say Hermes behind Better Rides. Should be seeing him Thursday night um, at one of the things that uh, we've been working on, which is monthly meetups in our city, uh, well, in my city, um, to really just bring awareness of Web3 and blockchain to the city and the surrounding area. Um, so we've been doing that, and that all leads up to, um, well, I mean, it's about to be really public, so it's okay to speak about, but that all leads up to June uh, and a two-day festival that we've been putting together to really onboard the city um, and the surrounding area. Um, we have some really cool things lined up, to to really try to onboard some people um there is a popular morning show that a lot of people in here like and uh we met with a vocational high school in the city and we're going to be hosting hosting that show live from the high school have some students and teachers join really um you know bring light to everything that's going on with people, you know, on projects like the people in this space right now. Um, we're meeting with the mayor next week to try to get him officially behind this, um, but behind the bigger initiative, which is getting some of these educational programs uh, from some of the individuals that will be there that weekend to speak into the schools and, you know, allow for students to be graduating high school and going into what I believe, uh, and what I think we all believe since we're in this space, will be a growing workforce. Um, 
and and so as far as like space specific that's that's why I'm here and that's what we've been working on to um, do what we can to grow the space and in a trustworthy way that's really cool so I have a question you've been hosting these what I don't know if you said weekly or you know every couple weeks those networking events yeah once a month oh that's pretty cool so have there ever been people that aren't familiar with web3 that go to those absolutely yeah we had um the vp of business banking uh for one of the local banks um i had him come and it's it's still it's still far off like they they are still clueless um and and i actually just met with him again this week we had lunch and he was explaining to me again um you know how a lot of it is over his head but they understand uh the potential they understand that tech isn't going to just stop and what what no matter what whether they understand it or not what they really believe in and support is bringing opportunity to the youth and bringing opportunity to under underserved community members um and you know fortunately or unfortunately the city i'm from is an underserved community um you know with with just a lot of different ethnicities that come together um and you know for different reasons they have very little opportunity and very little hope and i just think that there's a lot in this space that could change a lot of that that's so interesting so what i'm hearing is like for on the for businesses would their ears start to perk up when it's not even about like the money or the masses but it seems to be like they want connection to this technology via either youth learning about it you know or you know something with some kind of ed- connection to an educational institution or an opportunity that's what i've been hearing um so, so that's interesting in my bank which i'm not going to disclose which bank it is but i ended up attempting to pitch some of the crypto blockchain technology through if you're familiar with the coinbase coinbase advocacy program you uh you would have to talk to your local senators etc 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 get them on board and then bring it to whichever business that you would like to so i attempted that because i'm big into crypto and i wanted to be the one to bring it over to the business <clears throat> But, yeah, so one of their concerns pretty much more so was regulation. I agree with the fact that they want to introduce it to youth. They want people to onboard so there's less scams because uh, that's one of the biggest scams that are an issue right now. I'll give you guys a situation later that was interesting with the Bitcoin ATM. But uh regulation, fraud and just the expansion of knowledge with the technology is something very huge for them they're just nervous because of the regulation and now this whole FTX thing you know really made people say what the f so i see craig's hands up and then i saw aspiring nobody yeah did you want to say something first yeah go ahead craig thank you craig 
uh, aspiring since oh, my fault yeah um, kind of to touch on that so I was on a local radio station recently and the person who hosts the show is the CEO of one of the local banks and I didn't I didn't know this going into the conversation and um, so he was asking me thank God it was off air but he was asking me about you know blockchain and kind of some of the benefits and I proceeded to explain to him how you know one of the big benefits is that you don't need a bank anymore and it can take the banks out of out of uh, you know the equation and uh, his face like got red pretty quick and he's like you know you need to be real careful about you know saying stuff like that and talking like that um, blah, blah 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 and I kind of just went around it and continued speaking but later on the people who invited me were like yeah that's he's the CEO of uh, the municipal bank and uh, it explained everything but I just <laughs> wanted to bring that up with the URL story of trying to bring it to your bank I just my comment on the um, you know where people are comfortable entering um, my thoughts on this have changed over time but you know I guess just after my mere year of being in the space I see businesses being comfortable with like hey you know if you're getting an event funded or sponsored I see them you know being comfortable with the aspect of a metaverse because it's a little bit tangible to them they kind of get it And, you know, for example, um, using VR in the metaverse, okay, people know what VR is. And so I've been kind of grasping that um, kind of the more traditional businesses, they've been comfortable talking about like, hey, okay, cool. So talk to us about VR in the metaverse. Can we set up some kind of event or opportunity um, on site where people can try it out and then we can integrate our brand there? So I've been I've been hearing, you know, a little bit more of a comfort level from people in that aspect. But go ahead, Craig. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Dustin has to leave and I know he's been waiting a while silently. So I'm gonna just let him sneak in real quick. Would love that. Dustin's definitely um, someone who has a family in Web3. Yes, and that's someone that I originally met. You know, he was a big inspiration to me. I always bring him up in my story because he's the reason I wrote smart contracts, et cetera, et cetera. I always wanted to race against him, but of course his mind is so golden that he became the Dustin. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I didn't really have Dustin. I, I think you're the Dustin to like more than half the people in this space. So I just realized that. That's awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't really have anything in particular. Uh, just one of the key points that you know really spoke with me is especially just now with, with the VR. Um, many of you that know me know that VR and education is like one of my main driving factors for Web three. Um, and again, you know, like like others have said already, you know, it's not about the money uh, with with the space. It's about the technological and honestly, the humanitarian advancements that the space has the possibility of actually accomplishing. You know, there's not been a single time in history, at least that we're aware of, that the the ability to come together and work as one unit globally has ever been this easily accessible. And to not take advantage of it, irregardless of what your stance is on crypto or NFTs, you know, I think that's just that's just silly not to even you know want to be a part of it.
that's really interesting and thank you for sharing that i do agree with that like regardless of what your views are um there's always you know an entry point where you can just meet people where they're at um i will go to craig and then jeff and then loop back around to aspiring nobody craig yeah 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 no i just wanted to touch on what um yeah, uh, what Clubhouse and um, Aspiring were saying earlier, and you also, Mary Beth, about the introduction of businesses into into Web three. And you know, as as you know, and for people who don't know in the room, you know, MetaRise is heavily involved in the metaverse and building out you know uh, different aspects within the metaverse and all of the different metaverse worlds. We're currently dealing with. 35 different metaverse worlds and there's another 30 odd that we're in, slowly in discussions with for incorporation into the metaverse so what people have to start to understand is that we're still five to seven years away from mass adoption of the metaverse right we are nowhere near that you know you're still possibly even close to 10 years and we've already seen tiffany h&m walmart puma adidas you know nike already enter the metaverse so we're what we have to understand is that 99% of these Web2 businesses will integrate into the metaverse at some point in the next five to seven years. Hermie and I with MetaRides are already working with some of these Web2 brands, and I'm talking globally recognized household name brands to bring them into the metaverse in some way. Now, obviously, we can't disclose who they are, but, you know, there's huge things happening across the metaverse and that, that entire immersive world over the next 12 months to two years that will change this game and you know people need to get involved in that you know attach yourself to what's being done in the metaverse if you don't know how to do that reach out to me and i can help you with how you can get involved in the metaverse either through meta rides or through some of the other metaverses that we are associated with you know isles of meta income island lunar one beyond earth all of these metaverses um, they all are going to need different things and the one thing that we're providing, and I'll give you a little bit of tiny bit of alpha, is MetaRides is providing custom vehicles to these Web2 brands. So what it does is imagine you can purchase one billboard in Isles of Meta that gets seen by 10,000 people. But imagine if you had 10,000 of your very own custom-made Metaverse-ready vehicles that were fully interoperable that could be taken to any unity or unreal engine metaverse anywhere doesn't matter which one it could be beyond earth lunar one landian you know isles of meta income island any of them you now have ten thousand vehicles that are working as a branding advertising and promotion for your business across all of the different metaverses not exclusive to one with a billboard so advertising marketing and brand recognition and engagement is also going to change within the metaverse so just keep that in your mind now that's interesting it's like um moving billboards i did get to see how metarides is active in the metaverse through income island which is pretty cool i know income island is a metaverse um on its own is that correct craig like, did they create that themselves, or are they part of a different metaverse? No, no, so Income Island is its own metaverse within itself, so they're building that themselves in Unity, and, you know, it's it's a 250,000 hectare island um, that will incorporate every aspect. You know, if you have a business or a project or a brand that needs land or whatever, you can get into Income Island, and it's not expensive, uh, but it's a great exposure. And But you can also own property, you know, you can own a beachfront mansion or you can own a beach pod that floats on the water. There's so many different 
different properties you can also own. They're from as little as 20 bucks. You know, I bought some of their pod ones um, that were 20, I think they were 25 US dollars. Um, and these are your own little beach pod that floats around that you can, you know, enjoy your time in the metaverse with. But there's so many different aspects. Of Income Island is owned by Darcy Donovan, um, you know, the actress, and we're, you know, MetaRides is already partnered with them. Um, and it's super exciting, you know, and it's not just that Income Island metaverse, it's all of them, you know, all the different metaverses that fit amongst that whole immersive world. Um, it doesn't matter which one you're involved in or which one you own property in, the opportunities are endless and you're limited by your imagination only. That's pretty cool. Um, thank you for sharing those details. I want to go to Jeff. What's up, Jeff? I just getting off work. Uh, seeing Craig was in here. Mary was in here, so I had to pop in and say hi. But uh, hey, Jeff. Like I said, don't get me don't get me wrong. I I mean I respect everybody the way they get on these spaces and just shield their project and you know get followers and stuff. But I'm trying to do something a little different and I started like this past weekend uh, my son my oldest son he wanted to go to this comic book convention so I took him up there and I figured I'd go ahead and get the weekend pass with him and uh, well Saturday it was about probably two o'clock when I got there my time and by five o'clock I had they actually escorted they told me I couldn't you know talk about in, you know the stuff I was talking about inside the arena with all the other booths because I was drawing too big of a crowd. They made me go out in the hallway because I had like 70 people surrounding me talking about NFTs, you know, meta rides, you know, all the different projects. So Sunday I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to be able to talk very much to people because they'll be kicking me out. Well, when I got in there Sunday, one of the people that was there Saturday took me over to their table that was out in the hallway that they had rented and they said, we want you here to talk more about this stuff. I was able to hand out some stickers I had uh, from, you know, MetaRides. I had, you know, people just, you know, just talking about different projects. I helped numerous, probably 20 to 30 people sign up for MetaMask, showed them how to do it, told them, you know, not to give out their, you know, key phrase or any of that, you know, just be safe. But, you know, I ain't saying that every one of them is going to do it and buy the project. But it's getting more people that don't know nothing about it. You know, there's no web too, or I've even had people shut their booths down and come and talk to me about projects. You know, from the you know the people that's you know the artists and stuff wanting to start their own projects to you know teaming up with other people. So you know, my my mission is not just to you know get people in contact on Twitter Spaces that's got our projects. I want to get more people from the outside learning how that this isn't a you know a hoax it isn't a rip off you know you can actually make a little bit of money or you know show your artwork and you know build this community strong get the right people in the projects and it's just amazing how many people is just ast- astonished by oh so nfts ain't just a you know a joke oh, no you know it's going to be the future you know explain it to them, some of these projects i'm involved in and what they're you know utilities are they're just like amazed with it you know so you know that's my mission you know that you know plus i want my name to be you know when people say my name i want people not to be able to oh yeah he's the one that did this wrong or did that wrong you know my name is my reputation so i want to keep my name strong and 
you know, a good reputation. So that's why I try surrounding myself with the right people, like Craig and Hermes and you know Darcy and all the you know all these other projects I'm involved with. You know, Dustin Chronic Cats. You know, I've bought one of the first cats that when they first minted. You know, I've been around for a long time and I I see what this future is going to be and what it you know it's it's just going to be amazing and I want to be a part of it. Right. And even if even I if I can't afford to build or buy into a project, I'm still there pushing that project if I believe in it. I I will you know get more people involved. You know I'll tweet it out. You know it's free to tweet and like and retweet. You know out there and no, let right. everyone I see just, all this other work. I want to commend what you were saying earlier. You know a good old fashioned guerrilla marketing never hurts. Just remember that, guys. We we forget. There's more than just online. Our job is to onboard the offline to online Web three. So if you have QR codes or the little scannables for people in the parking lots when you're doing festivals or when you're doing other things, I know Craig. I know Craig wants to devour this one, but <laughs> but it's 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 a good option. I've seen it work. I've seen it done, and it starts the conversation of oh, are you into crypto or are you into Web three? And you have something to talk about. Wait, I have a question for Jeff. What was the place no, that I didn't you... want to devour anything? I just wanted to say, you know, if people like Jeff Oglesby are the people, when we talk about community and when we talk about family and when we talk about commitment, he is the epitome of all of those words. You know, he's not a project owner of any one of our projects yet. You know, he wore a Metaride shirt and a, and promoted Metaride at an event without even being asked to do that. You know, so these are the people that we need in Web three. You know, that that don't have their own project or or aren't building their own project yet. They are there. You can. We didn't even ask Jeff to do anything. We don't empower him to do anything, but he knows the relationship he has with us, and he can just go and do whatever he wants in terms of Metaride. And it doesn't cost us a cent. We're empowering our community to shill for us. You know, we don't have to get into every Twitter space or go to every event because there's so many people that attach themselves to you who are actual family and community members that are going to do it for you. So you know, people like Jeff or people that everyone should be reaching out to and connecting with. And we're honoured to have him as part of Metarides, just so you know. Truly blessed, privileged, and honoured to have Jeff associated with Metarides. Jeff is appreciated. Let's give him a round of applause. Before we wrap up anything, I just want to see if there's any last comments from Tony, from、um, aspiring nobody, from Clubhouse Archives, Leslie, Jeff, Lena, Mary. Yeah, yeah, I got a comment. I just want to shout out Joe for upholding this、uh, culture with all the spaces that he's done.、Um, but you know, I just want to especially highlight、uh, the Family and Web Three episode one because this right here and what what has been talked about and discussed for the little bit of time that I've been on is really going to push the、uh, the culture into the next phase.、Um, I've seen this go from just pictures to you know. Basic utility to a little bit more interactive utility and community building to now really being about you know how we're going to make this、uh, 
become a universe of its own and make sure that it's self-sufficient and make sure that we really have something to offer the people that we're going to be shilling to. So I'm really proud to hear all the people on here sharing their ideas. And uh, just shout out to Joe for being a, a real curator, man. Real curator. Shout out to all the other hosts. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Mary Beth, the floor is yours. End it, baby. Of course. Wait, can you hear me? I wasn't sure if my audio was working. Okay, cool. Um, first of all, thank you so much, Joe. Joe didn't talk much about it. Joe Royalty. He didn't talk about much about himself, but he does a lot of cool stuff behind the scenes. Um, for anyone who missed it, I met him a while ago when I first came into this space. Can't remember through. Oh, no. I, it was because I was playing rock, scissors, paper, paper, rock, scissors um, with like Baron. So Joe Royalty works with Baron Davis um, on some of his projects, you know, Web3 and in real life. So it was really cool. I come from a sports background, so there was a really cool connection there. I wanted to say thank you so much for allowing me to co-host. I'm getting warmed back up again Um, because it's been a minute since I've, you know, hosted Spaces. Um, Shout out to all the listeners down there who've been hanging out during this entire space. And a huge, huge shout out to Lena because I know you don't come on stage very often and it was so cool to have you up here and I hope to see you in so many more spaces on stage because um, your voice means a lot to people and it's so cool that kind of like Leslie like you have a mother-daughter duo going on behind the scenes in web 3 so um, everyone I hope you enjoyed this space and I'm glad that people were able to meet Uh, my name is Mary Beth Salas and y'all have the dopest night ever Um, and happy Valentine's Day um, to your friends and family because it's a day of love and that has many meanings enjoy everyone you have a wonderful night